You are listening to the Book Perspective Podcast, a podcast for all types of books. And even though we read all types of books across all different types of genres, we want to give a disclaimer. Many of our books and a lot of our content sometimes is intended for mature audiences. And we don't believe in censorship, but we do want our listeners to have the opportunity to decide if our episode or podcast is good for them. So with that, let's get into the episode. Hey, it's Dominice and Keely. And you are listening to the Book Perspective Podcast. And this week we are doing part two of Iron Flame. Woo! So we're not going to do the blurb and all that again because that's all in part one. Um, And if you have not listened to part one, I would recommend doing that because why haven't you? And then come back and listen to this episode. Um, But we're not going to do anything. I guess we could do a word. For the second part. Um, but I'm not going to like do a general summary. Hmm. Well, no, I only summarized the first part. So I guess I can do a general summary. I want to try. But you have a word for part two. Um, A word for part two. I would say caution. Hmm. Okay. I would say betrayal because I'm hurt. <laughs> I am so hurt. I'm so- if you guys listen to the long game episode, I finished it, this book, five minutes before we started recording that. <laughs> I'm better now, but I was hurt for like the next 24 hours. Yeah. I sent Keely this thing. It, you guys know I talked about Vampire Diaries, so this was so appropriate, but it was actually from the originals when like Klaus was like, he was walking around in like the cemetery. Rebecca. He's like, Rebecca! Rebecca! And I'm like, yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> because Rebecca Yaros, get your butt in here, and you got some splining to do. Yeah. So, ugh, betrayed. Okay. So, general summary, spoiler-free, I think, maybe, <laughs> is that chapter two starts back at Eratia again, which is how this book starts, and Zayden has collected Violet, and a hundred cadets and 200 dragons and a bunch of people from Basgaeth have joined them in Eratia. And they basically kind of set up a new school there. Um, also, Zayden is like, I don't think this is a spoiler, but he's like rich, kind mm-hmm. of. I mean, his house is like the size of Basgaeth almost. I mean, to me, that's what it feels like. But yeah, so he has a nice house. So they're there and I mean, essentially, they're on the outs with Basquiat. They don't know what's going to happen from that. And they still got all this stuff happening with the Venom and the White. And they're kind of, like, working together. Violet is still trying to find a way for them to be protected without having to steal weapons mm-hmm. and fight. Because, again, Brennan does not think that they really have a fighting chance. So Violet's still trying to find a way from that. And she does. And they are able to collect a lot of things that they need. But they end up back at Basgaeth to help defend and fight. And honestly, that's about all I can say. Because I think anything else is a spoiler. But God, this this book, that's all I can say. So we're just going to get like directly into it. Because I could save you 15 minutes. And (laughs) I need that for the book. So, all right. Let me pull my notes up. I literally put, the Ryerson house is a fortress. (laughs) So she wakes up, Violet wakes up from another Venom nightmare, 
Hearn's dating our whole couple again now. So they're in his room and they're having sex. They're a couple again. We love it. Thank God. Let that go. So we learned that the assembly still really doesn't trust Violet. And they don't like that they brought all these students, which I'm like, what do you? I don't like that. I hate. It's like, I just went to go see Hearn and stuff, but it's literally like District 13. Like, you can't be good and not care about them. Like you're right. you're the same, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's like one of the things we see throughout this is like you're essentially the same. You're no you're no better than the bad people if you're doing the same right. out of bitter pettiness and stuff like that. So we do learn that Dane and the scribes are being confined because <laughs> they are in a gray area currently, and Darna is finally awake. And again, basically because of what happened at Resin, she was forced into rapid growth, and. Then she did her super long sleep, which was longer than anticipated. And because she had to wait to go into her sleep, because normally they go right into it, then she her growth rate is unpredictable, and she's also missing some muscles. So mm-hmm. Taryn says that she may never be able to hold Violet or Ryder, which is so sad. Yeah. Violet starts working on translating the journal, and they basically set up classes. Like, all the cadets have, like, their own room. Technically, she's supposed to be in the room with Rhiannon, but we know that she's in Zayden's room. Like, why did we even pretend? Right. Why? And again, I put his house as like a mansion. (laughs) We find out that Brennan is not going by his last name. And it's something he started since being resurrected. And what we see is like, Brennan has like a lot of animosity towards Lilith. He is, he's not happy. Fourth wing is the biggest wing that, like, came over mm-hmm. to Erasia. But, again, they did have, like, 101 cadets come. But fourth wing is, like, completely intact. So they are, which makes sense. I mean, Zayden came from fourth wing. Bodhi is their section leader. So, like, it makes sense. Taryn thinks, like, a riot is going to, or no. Taryn, while they're, like, down talking or whatever, Taryn tells Violet, like, there is a riot coming. And he notices that tiny uh, Mira's dragon is one lead in. So Violet, remember, she was, like, running and stuff with Imogen. So she starts, like, running through the house. And she just runs straight out. Um, and <laughs> Taryn kills me. So they land, and Taryn grabs Tiny's throat, like not biting, but he has his mouth wrapped around it. And Mira's like, what the heck? And, <laughs> and he's like, I'm not puncturing him. <laughs> but Mira says that Zayden actually went and got them, and that Lilith kind of like confessed everything. So Mira is there to join. And this is when I was like concerned because I'm like, it's mm-hmm. too easy. Like, this is too easy. Mira also says they ran into other writers who had been given like the same option to leave. So, even at Best Guy, if like they all were given this option, they didn't really, they didn't do anything. There wasn't a fight or anything like that. So, of course, Mira sees Brennan and she is pissed. And she's more pissed than Violet because she breaks his nose. <laughs> and I was like, good. I mean, that's deserved. If I thought you were dead, I mourned you and did yeah. all this stuff. Like, yeah. I'm pissed. Yeah. So Violet feels like she's, like, figured out this journal. I can't remember what the language is, but we know Violet reads, like, tons uh, of, like... Oh, Lucerish. Lucerish. So she's, like, determined that they need to get the six most powerful writers and use their dragons and their blood to power the wards. So there is a war zone again at Erasia, and she thinks that it says Iron Rain. And I'm like, obviously this book is called Iron Flame. Like... You're translating that wrong, but okay. So she goes down, she gets all the dragons, and it doesn't work. And I personally knew that it wasn't going to work because I feel like Violet was missing something because of the 
I wrote it down. Um, because Ward's entry said, I'm, you know. Summarizing. Yeah, yeah but of the six and the one combined. Which is seven. <laughs> right. Right. And I'm like. And that comes up later. And yeah, this journal is, there's Warwick and then what's the other one? I can't remember. I can't remember either. either. Unless I wrote it down. So I made, there's two <laughs> journals. One's a woman. Yeah. And then Warwick is on the same guy. Yeah, but I'm like, the six and the one combined, there is another seven, seven. And the seventh is special. Yes. So it doesn't work. She feels like, you know, obviously she feels like a loser. And Brennan tells her that she needs to work on like wielding lightning because he's like, can you just like do it in your hand? She's like, my hand? Like, no. And, and I'm like, yeah, you're supposed to be like Storm. Like, you should be able to like, that's, uh, I love lightning power. That's cool. And he's like, you're powerful, but you don't even know how to use it. So some professor that came with them gives her like an orb. And it's basically like a, um, what is that word? I'm going to say like a, a conduit. Yeah. Conduit for her power. And it helps like control like the amount and she can store power in the orb and like all these things. So she starts practicing with that. But since she found out about the Viscount and poor Emil and Kat and all that stuff, she's decided that she's going to go because they were going to try to get this luminary still. So she thinks that she's just going to go and fly off on her mm-hmm. own with Mira and Brennan. So, okay. So they head off. We do learn that Griffin writers have similar powers, kind of like, they're not signets, but they do have powers. Because mm-hmm. the first person they meet when they get there is a truesayer. They didn't tell Zayn that they were going, but of course he catches them. Like, right. come on now. He knows everything. This is when we learn that the Viscount is actually Kat's uncle, and they stay in, like, some big mansion and all these things. So, Violet <laughs> gets pissed because Satan has a room there, which, me too. Now, that, you could have shared that information. Mm-hmm. You have a room here? How often are you here? Why are you here so much? Why do you need a room in this palace? So, they basically send them off to get dressed for dinner because they dress up. And Zayden's like, do you want to come to my room? And she's like, no, I don't. (laughs) So he tells her, like, you're not safe here. And Violet doesn't want protection. But she does notice, like, Zayden is truly fearful for her in his eyes. But they separate, and she goes in to, like, get dressed. And there's somebody, like, in there with them, like, whoever's dressing them. And Violet asks, like, do you think that he'll keep me? And they said, no, but he'll make you an offer that will make you want to stay. Then Kat comes in, and she is the essential trope of, like, the bitter ex-girlfriend. So she, like, starts picking with Violet. Violet picked out a black dress, because obviously she's a writer. She likes black. And it's a really pretty dress. It's, like, low-cut in the front. But I don't know what color Kat came in, but she's like, well, I wear colors. And she's like, Zayden um, likes color. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he literally does not. <laughs> Violet can't figure out why every time, like, Kat comes out that she's so jealous. Because she's like, normally this stuff doesn't get to me. But she's just, like, so jealous. And Zayden tells her, Kat can heighten emotions. But Violet had been, like, blocking him out when they went in separate rooms. So he's like, I've been trying to, like, talk to you, (laughs) but you were blocking me out. And he was trying to warn her. Like, girl, quit being petty. I mean, I get it, but this isn't the time. Do that when you go home. So they go to dinner, and the Viscount basically is like, he wants... They go to dinner, but then they go, like, outside to, like... I'm I'm picturing, like, an arena, like a room. (laughs) Like, that's what it looked like to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he basically, there's like a chest down there, and we learned that the chest is Zayden's dad, and it, Zayden is like, yeah, it's priceless. And he wants her to strike that chest with lightning. 
because they didn't refuse Kat. And so we learned at some point, and I probably have in my notes later, that not only did they, like, have a past, Zayden and Kat, but they were, like, betrothed to mm-hmm. be married. And last year he said, like, he wouldn't marry her. So Violet is down there with Mira and is like, okay, like, because the Viscount tells Zayden, like, if you go any closer to her, like, deals off or whatever, blah, 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 blah. So Violet gets down there and a freaking venom busts out of the chest. And, of course, like, all his guards think that they're hot shit and they're going to do something and the venom starts killing them. So he starts attacking and, like, they're, like, trying to figure out what to do. It's raining. And I know because Violet's like, I should have wore pants because she wore a dress. <laughs> but, you know, Violet's badass. So they start fighting and Taryn's, like, nearby. And Mira actually is able to shield because they're, like, way away from the wards. And so Mira's signet is to extend wards. And so she would need to be nearby. But for the first time, she's able to use her power without the wards. And at the beginning of this chapter, it says it's a letter to Lilith about Mira. And it says, like, we thought that she would be able to do more or something like that, but it doesn't appear that she could. Yeah, she... They wanted her to be a weapon. Up until now, she's only been able to extend the wards and not... Not do shield. Create a ward. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, basically, the venom throws power at them, and she is able to shield her, Violet, and then Brennan is also down there at this point now. So it's, like, raining, and it's, like, flooding. All kind of stuff is going on. This is a really crazy scene. So Violet basically is able to use the water as, like, a conduit and shock it. And then, like, she does that at the same point in time that Taryn, like, pulls her up in the sky and it kills the bed. So <laughs> they get up top. And Zayden has his shadows and he is choking the shit out the my account. <laughs> and I was like, yes, please, please do. So Kat's like, please, like, don't kill him. And Violet <laughs> knows that they've been catching Venom. And Zayden tells him if he ever threatens Violet again, he'll kill Kat and let Serena be the heir. <laughs> so the Viscount offers a peace, um, offers her peace as like to stay. He's like, I know that you want peace. And I'm like, what is that? But whatever. Violet says, the only thing that we're offering you is weapons. You cannot have me. So the Viscount says, I'll take the weapons, but he wants them to take 100 Griffin Flyers with them to train because essentially their school got destroyed. So they do. And when they get back, like, obviously there's beef. Like, they've been taught to hate these people. Mm-hmm. And now we have... Another thing about the Griffins, like, they don't do very good at altitude. So they can't... Which Violet said in, in the first book. So they can't, like... They fly, but not the same. So when they get back, Brennan decides to have them hike this, like, narrow trail to be essentially like a parapet. But the thing about this is you're making the riders do it again. Like, I already crossed the parapet. Right. <laughs> I don't have to do the trail. Like, make them do the trail. But... They're, like, doing this, like, little trail thing, and the griffins, like, are hanging off the side. I don't know. So we learned that um, the way that griffin riders, like, get to choose their griffin is, like, they jump off a cliff, and if they, then basically the griffins are, like, flying around, and so if they land on a griffin, then it's theirs. And then Violet's, like, so then you just die? Like, if you don't? And they're, like, no. If we don't land, we just swim to shore and try again next year. Or, no, they, they choose another branch. So if they don't land on a griffin, they can't be riders, but they can just go to, like, healer or whatever mm-hmm. else. The same thing. So Violet's yeah, like, shocked. What? Yeah, Violet's shocked because she's like, we are so aggressive and murderous. And you guys just just go somewhere else. Like, no one dies. And so she starts comparing them a lot. So they come to a, a point in the trail where they have to basically jump over. And so we know Violet's small, but then there's a griffin rider that's, like, even tinier. 
So Riddick is there and Dane, and they're basically trying to like help people get across. And Violet like start thinking about like her gauntlet technique and trying to get over, but it, it kind of triggers her a little bit. Or no, no, that's not what happens. So Violet is thinking about like using her gauntlet technique to get this girl over. But in like in the midst of all this, they realize that these mountains are like booby trapped mm-hmm. by by who? I don't know by who. I can't remember. But when they're trying to do all of this, they trigger a trap and Riddick gets shot with like arrows and the girl falls off like this cliff and dies. And we learn that griffins die when their riders die. So they're not like the dragons where mm-hmm. they might just get hurt, but they always die. So of course Cat starts blaming Violet. I don't know how this is Violet's fault, but whatever. So every and not just Cat. Cat makes like all like the griffins hate her. Yeah. And then while they're still trying to do this trail, Wyvern comes. And they're riderless because what happened was while they're out here, they learned that the first dragon egg has hatched at Aratia. And they could feel it. But also, so could the venom. Mm-hmm. So they basically sent these wyvern um, and they knew where they were. So Violet uses like clouds and something. She's able to kill all the wyvern. Also, I didn't mention this in part one, but... <laughs> The way that Zayden was able to, like, storm the Bus Gaiath or whatever, I just, this is just a little side note. The way he was able to storm Bus Gaiath oh, was yeah. that he was, like, collecting wyvern bodies, and then he, like, dropped them all over the country so that all of the teachers and stuff had to leave and go, like, deal with that because they're trying to keep it a secret. So there wasn't anybody there when he was, like, coming in to save Violet. And I just remembered that I didn't and say that And Willis knew something was going on. so That's why she came back. Yeah. yeah. So it's important, but, you know, not but I just wanted to throw a little editor's note in there. <laughs> so they go back to Aratia and they're doing like the death roll thing. And so a lot of them are dying, dying. And the riders and the flyers are not getting along. So the flyers are the Griffin flyers. That's what they're riders. Riders and flyers. Cat is still picking with Violet. Um, and Sawyer, we learn, has a little thing for Justia. And so he asked, like, can basically a lot of them know how to sign, which yeah. I think is good. Which surprised me because, you know, that was Even my... Riddick, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, my whole theory on, you know, Sloan being deaf was based on Liam knowing right. how to sign. But, like, the majority of them know how to. Yeah. I think Sawyer is the only one who doesn't. Yeah. So he asked, like, can you, he wants her, <laughs> Violet, to teach him because he's like, Riddick is going to teach me, like, he'll tell me it's one thing and then, like, say it's the other mm-hmm. thing, which is so, that's so Riddick coded. <laughs> So she, like, we see that happening, and then they learn that the aloe they've been using in the daggers to, like, kill the venom can also hold power, but they start to get taught about runes, and they're like, what is that? Like, that, it's basically magic, and they're like, that's not real, because, of course, at the sky, they weren't teaching them that, but runes are different than aloe, so runes can temper magic, and they can basically hold magic until it's triggered. Zayden had been asking Violet to, like, practice weaving runes, mm-hmm. and she thought it was just, like, decorative, like, stick yarn knitting, something like that. But she realizes that's why he's been having her do it. And so he, the and professor's, like, essentially they're, like, you pull, like, a little strand of your power. It makes me, everything, I have so many connections this time. You know how in Harry Potter, when, like, they put the memories in the little bowl, and he, like, pulled out that little piece of, like, the memory? That's what it made me think of. <laughs> Because that's what I, like, visualize. It's, like, they pull this, like, little, like, core strand of their power, and they use it to make a rune. So it's not easy because, like, the first, I think Sawyer or Riddick, like, blow up or something mm-hmm. trying to do it. And, of course, Kat is the first one to, like, get her 
brown dad, whatever. Violet realizes that she had an unlocking rune from Zayden in the interrogation room at Vizcaia, and that's the only reason that they were able to get out. And so she asks about the rune by the bed. So there's a rune by their bed, and Zayden says that no one alive can repeat it because it was made by Liam's mom, and that it was just a one-time protection rune. So each of the rebellion kids, prior to all their parents getting killed, had one of these runes, and they were told to carry it with them at all times. They all had them at the execution because they all had to be there to watch their parents, and it was spelled only to be activated when I, when it was like when they were killed or when something with the dragon fire, like a dragon fire, burned them, mm-hmm. and it would counter the signet of the dragon rider. And essentially, their parents knew that they would probably die, and so they wanted to protect them with the relics. And so that is how the Rebellion relic happened. And I was like, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, yeah. Um, and wasn't it, it was Melgren. Who, who, is he the one that can see? Yes. So General Melgren is the yep. one who can see, he can predict the outcome of, wars or battles yes and we learned in the first book that when three or more of the relic mark kids are together he can't see it and he it was his dragon that put the relic mark on them so that's why them being together counters his sick cool so cool so the riders and the flyers still cannot get along so basically they decided that they are going to have a night like fighting at the mats and then every mm-hmm. squad of riders is going to have to absorb some of the flyers because mm-hmm. there's just too much stuff and so i'm like of course you know that cat and violet Absolutely. are going to end up fighting so they by or cat calls violet to the mat and sloan's like kick her ass <laughs> and our da- and daughter says scratch her eyes out <laughs> is this when taryn says we don't or no taryn was like no go for the kneecaps <laughs> love them they're so sassy oh my gosh, i do too and the first thing violet realizes is that cat fights just like zayden so zayden like what is nothing mine <laughs> you taught her how to fight not nah, we fight so basically they fight the same way and so they're fighting and cat is being cat and she's being catty so she's telling Z- she tells zayden or violet she's like you know that little thing that zayden does with his fingers like i taught him that and i'm like i'm gonna murder you <laughs> i'm gonna murder you like it's bad enough that i know you guys slept together but like uh-uh. And so Kat starts like telling her um about the mom's or about Lilith's deal with Zayden. So she knows that. And that's when she tells her that they were engaged. And she says that she doesn't love Zayden. She just wants the crown. Like she doesn't really care about Zayden. Because Zayden is a dude. Yes. And yes. <laughs> you know what? Can you make him more attractive? I don't know. <laughs> so Zayden comes in because they're not supposed to be using their powers, but obviously Kat is using her powers on Violet because Violet is getting pissed and she's about to she's about to kill her. So Zayden comes in and like grabs her and like they storm off to the, the throne room, <laughs> which I I also love this. And he tells her like he doesn't care if you kill Kat, but like he's like, You'll care if you kill Kat. Mm-hmm. And he's like they basically take Kat off too because they're like, She's choosing her powers, like that's not fair, she's cheating or whatever. So they have well actually they don't have sex but they like he basically performs on her and this we get our best favorite scene or quote from this book which is we say my house my throne my woman mm-hmm. we love Satan. <laughs> we love him so he basically like doesn't want to get any pleasure for himself or let 
her touch him until she knows that like it's not about sex for him like he's not trying to use sex to win her back so and he and he wants her to know that and at the end of this she can hear his thoughts which is extreme and he basically is like thinking like how much he loves her and like all this stuff so it's it's very intimate and then she like opens her eyes and he's across the room so he tells her after all of this like well, first of all, backing up a little bit to the his house, his throne, his woman. He's like, he was basically like, you're sitting on like the throne of like Terrandor or something. Like, it's wild. And that's when we start really like learning like Satan is like more than just a, like being a Ryerson like really means something. Mm-hmm. Because obviously like Kat wouldn't care. Like all these people wouldn't care. So he's not just like a regular guy. Like he's amazing. And we know that. So he tells her like him and Kat um weren't engaged because that's what cat said we were engaged and he's like we were not engaged we were betrothed and they had been and he said they tried for nine months but they just like weren't compatible and he like he knew that the viscount wouldn't give him the luminary so he just broke it off and he says like i don't ask about your exes because i don't want to know about your exes (laughs) so she asked like are you a king and he says no i'm the duke of tyrandor like sir you're a king (laughs) you're a king that's attractive i'm in love Folded again. Folded. Speaking of <laughs> I love TikTok and it's like, is that barking I hear? <laughs> we love Zayden. So of course, Cat Squad gets added to Violet's. Like we we can see all that coming. Dane and Violet start talking a little bit. They let Dane out of his prison cell and they start talking again about and she basically tells him like you were smothering me the first year and he was telling her that he was just afraid of losing her. He apologizes about the memory stealing and she asks if he did that every time he touched her and he says no, that was the only time. Or no, he didn't say that. He says the first time it was an accident. Which what was that? he said? Yeah, so we don't know what he what all he knows or knew beforehand. Dane asks if she's in love with Zayden. He says he heard what she like what Zayden said when he came when Zayden came down to like save her from Barish. And he said, I might love him after that. (laughs) I feel you. I agree. I agree with Dane one time. So Violet says yes, and that that's never going to change. So she just needs to trust him. And Dane agrees, like, to start helping her translate the other journal because they've been finding these errors. And Mm -hmm. obviously, like, she didn't translate correctly. Zayden tells Violet that they're really 50 years too late to, like, defeat the venom. And this is also when Violet realizes that, like I said, it's not Iron Rain, it was Iron Flame. And this is when she starts to realize that she thought a word was supposed to be blood, and it's actually breath, and that they were translating things wrong. And this is when she's like, okay, so it's six dragons, not riders. So she's starting to put the pieces together, but she's still not all the way there. So she goes to Rhiannon because she's like, she's got to figure out a way to raise the wards. But she's actually she's pretty much figured out how to raise the wards, but she knows that once she does, that the flyers are not going to be able to use their power. So she wants to tell them first because she's trying to be as fair as possible. So we learned that they've been doing like these bonding things, and they go to Rhiannon's like sister's house because she was able to talk, talk her parents and family into like uprooting and come to Erasia, and she hasn't share the information because she doesn't want to tell Zayden until um, like 
he comes home and she hasn't told like everyone. And there's something that happens with her and Kat, and this is when Taryn goes, we don't eat our allies. <laughs> because, and Darna's like, every time she's like, choke her, eat her, bite her, I don't know. And, and Can Taren, I bite her head off? Taryn's like, we do not eat our allies. Then Kat, Sloan, Violet, and Mirren, she's another writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go on another challenge, and they take in Darna with them this time. Taryn goes too, but in Darna goes. And they basically have, like, hidden runes places, and they have to find them. So Sloane has, like, come around on Violet, and she basically says, Liam should never have made you promise to protect her because, like, you already have to worry about Zayden's life. You guys have, like, and I was like, okay, like, that's so considerate. And I figured she would come around. So they are, like, looking, and they end up in this uh, cave, and Violet recognizes, like, the smell of it. And also several times in part one and part two, Violet mentions that some dragons have really, like, rank, dank mm-hmm. breath. And so she's in this cave, and it's smelling, like, familiar to her. And they realize that there's a dragon in there. And whose dragon is it? It's Solus. There's your dragon. So he comes out. He hits uh, Mirren, like, in the head. And she dies and then gets, like, burned up by his feet. Sloan grabs Cat, but then Cat starts screaming as, like, you're draining me and i was like she's a siphon that's her mm-hmm. freaking power because they went through threshing but none of them really have shown any of their signature and i'm like oh my gosh she's a siphon oh my gosh so solace starts trying to attack andarna but andarna bites him and we learn that she has a dagger tail because she can pick and she uses her like poisonous dagger to kill him and i'm like yay andarna <laughs> and sloan freaks out because she's like oh my gosh i'm becoming a venom why am I taking your power? And Violet, so Violet's like, no, you're a siphon. This is your signet. After this, Zayden is pissed that she saved Kat because she's like, he's like, why would you put yourself in danger for her? <laughs> and he asks if she's finally ready to talk about the deal he made with Lilith. And he knows, like, he knows that she knows and it hasn't been, like, bringing it up. He wants her to ask instead of just offering information. So when he told her, like, he'd be, like, truthful with her, he told her, like, you just need to, like, whatever you ask, he'll answer as long as it's just about him. And I'm like, that's not Because, like, and Violet says it. She's like, well, I don't know what to ask. Right. Like, I don't know if I should ask you if you were engaged and betrothed and had an ex-girlfriend. Like, I don't know if I should ask and my mom offer you a deal to save my life. Like, because how would I know that? Right. So I'm like, that's not fair. But Violet says she hasn't asked because she doesn't know if, he fell in love with her because of his mother's deal. Which, like, we learn... Do we learn here? He's pretty said it. Like, that's not true. Yeah. But I think he says something about it, too. Like, he's like, when you got on the parapet, like, I immediately noticed the attraction. But then, like, as, like, the months and stuff went on, like, I knew. And he's like, I knew I loved you when they kissed yeah. that night. And, like, she first had lightning strike, but didn't know that was her signal. And I think that he mentioned that actually initially when he saw her that he wanted to kill her but because of the deal he couldn't right so like that's not it i'm like why would that make me fall he didn't have to be nearby her like he could have watched from a distance he didn't have to get right with her so she asked about his second signet so we also know so violet is supposed to have two signets because she has two dragons obviously zayden doesn't but what zayden does have sigil was zayden's grandfather's dragon and they don't allow dragons to bond when they're a direct descendant, like the rider is a direct descendant, because they say it can cause bad. 
obviously, <laughs> well, I don't know. Zayden's not presenting as mad. Yeah, they, it said, like, sad, or not sadness. Madness. Madness or, um, something like a second signet or, like, more powerful or something like that. Yeah, so, Violet's like, what is your second signet? And they get interrupted because Brennan is pounding at the door because there are wyvern headed their way and as are you ready to raise the wolves? So Violet and Zayden head out by themselves to like wait for the wyvern. Wyvern? Wyvern? I don't know what I've been saying. So Zayden is like, he knows that she'll stop loving him as soon as she knows what his second signet is. And he's basically like, does it take hours? Does it take days? Does it take minutes for you to stop loving me? And so Violet just starts guessing because she's like, you know, your signet is based off of what each person needs. And she's like, what is it that you need? Like, you need to know, like, all these things. And so she thinks of other people or she thinks other people know. And he says, no one else knows. And I put, oh, my God, he can read minds. Because that's what, and, I, and that that is it. She's, he's an intrinsic. So he says, I cannot read minds, but I can read intentions. Tomato, tomato. I mean, <laughs> so he knew when Dane changed his mind, like, or his intentions towards Violet and the whole situation, he knew when Violet wouldn't tell, like, when she was in the tree that time last year, and he knew that she wouldn't go and tell. Um, that's not the only thing he said. Anyways. And so Taryn's pissed because Sigal knew, and Taryn did not know. So he growls at Sigal because he didn't know either. And Zayden says, seconds. It took seconds because, like, her face changes. And I'm like, Violet. <laughs> but, I mean, I get it. So she's like, she doesn't know, like, do I love you? Because he says, basically, like, he uses it to persuade people. Mm-hmm. He can, like, in, like oh, that's what I was going to say, like, Jacinia. That's why he wanted to go down with Jacinia, to meet Jacinia, because he could tell what her intentions are mm-hmm. towards the situation. And he's like, so Violet's like, I don't know if I love you or if you just said things that would make me love you. And she she recognizes like she does still love him, but then the attack comes. And how did they get the wards up? Because this is at the same point in time. Because she's not there. Who did she have? She had Brennan them raise the wards? Something like that. I can't remember now. I can't I didn't put anything well essentially so the wyvern are coming and they're about to attack and the wards go up at literally the same Mm -hmm. time because the dragons like blow fire onto the stone and that's what because she thought it was blood so she thought it was the rider's blood that they had to touch the stone but she notes it's the um dragon so the wards come up right as the wyvern are going to attack and so it blocks them and they're all good when they get back to the house, they have a letter there from General Melgren, and he is requesting to see Violet and Mira and whoever is, like, leading them. So, obviously, Zayden's going to go. And she asks, have you ever used your or, like, my own intentions to influence me? And he says no. He says he doesn't do it anymore once he realized, like, he doesn't read her intentions anymore once he realized, like, what they were becoming. And he saw what damage Dane did, like, by taking that memory. So he makes a point of not doing it. He shields or something. Violet says she won't turn him in. I was like, turn him into who? 
Because I'm like, would the council kill him? Right. So I'm like, and why would you tell the people of Misguided? Like, I don't understand that. But I'm. And he's said he's Ryerson. Like, yeah. if not for him, they wouldn't be in his house. <laughs> right. Like, okay, is he going to kick him out? And she also asked, like, how were you, I think this is at this part, like, how were you able to hide it? And essentially, he said it, it presented, like, a couple months or so after his shadows, and he was, like, in his room. But since he knew what, like, basically what it was, he was able to, like, control it. And... I don't remember who it was, but somebody, like, they were expecting him to present another signet. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, because some people, like, I think they played it off like that was his great uncle yeah. and not his grandfather, but some of them knew. And so when he never showed the signs of a second signet, they assumed it just made him, because he's such a powerful shadow mm-hmm. wielder, that they just assumed it just made him a stronger wielder. So that's how that kind of worked. So they go and meet with Melgren. Melgren says they never shall let Zayden in and that, and like him and Mira like start arguing because we didn't come here for that. And Melgren said that he's had a, like a vision. So he basically says they're going to, the people at Best Gaia are going to end up fighting the Venon and they're going to come for them at Samara on Solstice and that the Venon will win. And he says that none of the rebellers obviously are in this vision because he can't predict stuff when they're in it. So he's basically there to ask, will you come fight with us? He said he asked the king not to attack them if they help. And then Brennan walks up because Lilith is there and she about passes out when she sees Brennan because that's her baby. I mean, like, that's her. And she legit, I mean, everyone thought he was dead. Like, it's not like Lilith knew because I speculated, like, maybe she knows what's going on. So. Jacinia has been working on the second notebook from the lady we can't remember. And. We are figuring out that one of these notebooks is lying, which is Warwick's, because there's something off when it comes to the wards. And we learn that Warwick never wanted anybody else to be able to do this with the wards, but the other writer, like, writer, she was okay with it. So Warwick basically, like, has lied in his journal somewhere or not been, like, 100% honest so that other people would not be able to do, to raise wards. They, when they go back, they meet with the special council thing or whatever, and they basically don't want to help Navarre because they don't, because they don't help other people. And that's when I was like, you're literally doing the exact same thing. There are innocent people that are going to die because you guys are being bitter. And one of the most bitter is Brennan. Like, he's like, absolutely not. I don't care. Blah, 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 blah. And Lilith had told them, like, your wards are going to fail. Like, they'll get weaker and weaker. And they're going to fail because they all like something's off with these wards. Lilith also knows that they're in Erasia and she bring, oh no, Jacinia wasn't translating it. This is when Lilith brings them the other, the other notebook and gives it to Violet. So Violet can give it to Jacinia to translate. So they know something's off. They know the first um, notebook is not 100% accurate. So that's when they're going to start working on it. They also realize that the Venon are using runes and that, they cut open, like, the wyvern. Like, Lilith is like, look inside your wyvern. And they cut them open, and they freaking have stone, like, rune stones in them. And when they cut one open, like, when they raise the wards and it killed all of them, it, like, activates, like, zombie wyvern or something. And one comes, like, back to life. <laughs> so Violet, like, uses her power to snuff them out. So Zayden and Violet talk it out. And they are, they don't go in their room because he's like, we're not going to fight in our room. And I'm like, that is so husband coded. It's so cute. And she's like, we fought in our room before. He's like, well, like from here on out. 
So she asks about his mom. Something comes up about his mom, and I'm like, this is going to come back later. I don't know what, mm. but I think it is. But basically, we learned that his mom has been gone since he was 10 because her, like, marriage requirement was that she had to have an heir, and the heir had to leave, live to be 10 years old. So after Zayden turned 10, his mom dipped out. And I'm like, dang, that's crappy. And I'm like, is his dad a bad person? I'm like, I don't know. So, and this is when he tells everything about the second signet, which I've already said. And Sigal had basically, like, threatened to kill anyone who threatened <laughs> threatened his secret. So there's that. And yeah, Taryn was still a little salty about that. When they're still kind of like going back and forth about helping Vasquez and Navarre, Violet is pretty sure that Melgren lied about like something about his vision. And she doesn't think that Samara is where the Venom are going to attack. On the like they're they're doing like battle brief still at Arisha. And so on the map, the Venom are like currently sitting and they've like just been staying in the same spot for three days. And she's like, why would they wait? And she realizes that they're waiting on the wards to, to fall. And that's when Zayden kind of realizes that it's going to happen at Biscaya, not at Samara. So they basically run to their dragons. They leave whoever doesn't want to come and they fly. And it's like 18 hours. Um, and they, they head for Biscaya. And Darna's pissed because she still has to be carried like a baby. Because <laughs> she can't fly more than an hour at a time. And... <laughs> And Darna tells Taryn that she thought he was decades into his older years, not middle years. Because Taryn's like, you think I'm like 500 years old. And she's, and she's basically like, yeah, like you look like it or something. <laughs> and Violet's like, you don't look a day over 100. <laughs> so the Griffin Flyers don't go with them because obviously the wards are still up as best guy. So if they're there, like they're not going to be able to help anyways. And then one of the Flyers gives Violet a bow and arrow with rune heads because they have explosives so they've still been working on like building runes this whole time and then they don't let the first years come so they're mad because most of them still don't have a signet or and they definitely don't know how to use them so they're like you guys stay um and so they head out violet's task is to find her mom when they land and they want andarna to go to the veil so that no one gets suspicious because obviously everyone still thinks violet has this little baby gold dragon and they don't want people to get suspicious and andarna's like i am not i will be where i am needed so Violet goes to look for her mom and she finds him, her, finds her with Nolan and she tells her like the wards are going to fail and her mom doesn't believe it. So Dane is also there and says that if Lilith won't take them to go inspect the wards that he will go because his dad had showed him how to get there. So Lilith like looks at Violet and is like, you know what? Black really does suit you because Violet's like, she's standing, she's standing on business. She's doing good. And then nope. No one tries to freaking speak to Violet. Like, sir, sir, do not speak to me. And that's what Zayden's like, do not speak to her. When they're getting ready to go check the wards, Garrick's dragon is worried. So Garrick has a brown scorpion tail and he's very sensitive to like nearby runes. And he actually had the same feeling when they were at resin right before the attack there. And so that's what like Taryn tells her, like, I can't remember what the dragon's name is, but he's worried. Violet is heading down there and she's getting triggered because it smells like the interrogation chamber and she's like having PTSD. But they get down there and they see the guards that are supposed to be watching it like dead in their blood. So they all start pulling out their weapons and Lilith runs ahead of them. So they chase after her (laughs) and they get into the room with the wardstone and they find an orange scorpion tail swinging their tail around at the wardstone. The wardstone is large and it's like it's huge and it's on fire. And they realize that this dragon is blade it's jack's dragon 
and Jack is on her back. And she's, like, possessed or something. Like, her eyes were, like, misted or something. So Riddick is able to, like, build this whole, like, wall of ice because Jack makes his, like, dragon send, like, shoot fire at them. And he holds it, but then it, like, burns his hands. And then Jack stabs his dragon and kills her. Okay. So Violet throws a, a blade at Jack um and like it doesn't she like she didn't hit him or didn't hit him enough and so basically the wards fall like during all of this this attack and zayden's like you know that you're about to die because you just killed your dragon and jack says i'm not we are not the weaker species nolan comes in and is like begging for jack to stop and zayden reads his intentions and realizes that jack has turned venom and and they're like, how? Because, like, he's obviously been at Bisgayeth under the ward. So, like, how has he been able to do that? Nolan has been trying to mend him out of being a Venom. Jack says he doesn't know why, but the Venom want Violet, so he can't do anything to her. But Zayden grabs him with, like, his shadows and asks, when did he turn? Violet thinks it was before he tried to kill her at that challenge. So, in the first book, he, like, they had, they had a, their mat challenge finally, and he was, like, shoving like she felt like electric power like shoved into her and she just didn't know what it was but she believes like before then he that's when he had turned venom she realizes that jack must be the reason that they made that that serum because they've been trying to control him and jack says he showed all the venom like everything about Beskyeth. they know like they know where everything is Okay, so Jack said that he's shown the Venom everything, like, about Beskyeth and how to get everywhere and, like, where everything is that they, that they need. So Dane grabs for him to, like, get his memory, but Jack starts draining him. And Dane says he saw his memories and they maybe have 10 hours or less. So Nolan mends Lilith because she got injured and Riddick from his hands, but he cannot mend Dane. And Dane's, like, got, like, marks up his arm, like, yeah, mm-hmm. not good. I feel like that'll come back later, too. And Violet tries to tell Andarna to go back to Eurasia, but she refuses. She's like, I'll be where I need it. So Jack also, like, we learned that he's placed runes to help the Venom find them. So they need to try and find them, and hopefully that'll buy them some more time. They try to separate Zayden and Violet, but Mira speaks up, and because basically they're, like, trying to, like, set up who's going to work together. And Lilith wants Violet with her, but Mira's like, we need to, like be where we're most powerful and be with powers that complement each other. And obviously Zayden and Violet's signets go together very well. Violet also tells her mom that they shouldn't abandon the Wardstone because they don't know if there's any power. So the stone, like, it was on fire. It literally cracks in half and then, like, goes out. So they don't know if there's anything left in it, but her mom is just being really dismissive to her. They tell him to, like, try and sleep, which I'm like, how? And, <laughs> like, they're in her room. Obviously it's warded and stuff. And so... Her and Zayden are, like, kind of, like, they don't end up having sex, but they are, like, kind of getting close. And then that's when Rihanna knocks on the door and it's like, I know that you're in there. And they open it and Brennan is there and all of the first years. So, yes. And he even brought some of the Griffin Flyers. She asks if he would be able to mend the stone. And, I mean, he can try. He does, I mean, it's never been done before. So they send the first years down with Brennan to protect him, <laughs> I guess. And then Jacinia is also here. and she. Um, is still working on the journals. The Griffin Flyers are able to come, but um, obviously, like, if they're able to fix the Warstone, then they're not going to have their powers. But for now, they do. It starts to rain due to Lilith, 
which storms do help Violet's power, but it can hurt the griffins because they can't fly as well. So she's like, you need to keep it like, keep it light. And the the venom and the wyverns are approaching and it looks like they're headed towards the veil. So they get started. So basically they're all separated kind of into squads. They're like, you need to focus only on like your squad. Don't like try to like jump over here. So it gets crazy. Violet starts throwing lightning. Zayden and Rihanna are working together um, to try to take out different waves of um, the attackers. Vi gets stuck in her saddle, which Terrence like, good, stay in your saddle. But Riddick's dragon gets hit and Violet is like, no one's dying. Like they all made a pact that they were going to make it to graduation and like no one's dying. So she goes to try and save him. But then Sawyer goes and gets attacked and literally the like wyvern bites his leg off. And I'm like, Screaming, crying, throwing up. Oh my god, it's so bad. So she like jumps off Tarn, rolls off like they're able to like attack the like venom and the wyvern, and the, the whole thing like this whole time they're telling everyone like I know that there's wyvern, but you need to focus on the venom because if you kill venom, you'll kill all the wyvern that they make. And so she literally like grabs Sawyer and then free falls like in the air, and Taryn just happens to catch them, and he's like pissed, like I told you to stay in your saddle. <laughs> So, Brendan actually was able to mend the stone, but he doesn't feel hopeful. Like, nothing, like, it hasn't regenerated. And Sawyer passes out because, like, he's losing all this blood, and she's like, please don't die. Like, she doesn't want to do this, like, what happened with Liam. But Kat comes to grab him, and they were getting ready to, like, take him off, and she turns around, and there's a freaking venom. And it's like, don't run, because they'll drain the ground again. Um, and then this whole fight would have been for nothing. So, she tells Kat to run. I'm like, oh, my God, Kat's about to die. She does. <laughs> the venom says they don't care about cat but they have orders not to kill violet and it will and the venom's like it'll be me who will deliver you <laughs> and she realizes that cat is like heightening her emotions which side note also back when they got into their little mat battle zayden told violet like cat can only heighten emotions so like you have to be feeling those which is like when violet realized that like she was feeling jealous and those things and that's how her and cat's relationship is starting to get a little bit better so obviously this like venom is already feeling malicious and of course it is. so cat's hiding heightening their emotions and then the venom lifts her up into the air cat or no lifts violet like up into the air and like she's immobilized and then they say he'll be here soon so we assume it's the sage and then violet sees this mountain like move <laughs> and the mountain is a black dragon and the black dragon is andarna now throughout this whole book andarna ha- is is mostly black but like every now and then by will be like i don't know like her scales are black Kinda but like reddish or yeah like or translucent or purple like she's had like and she's like maybe she just hasn't like figured out what color she's gonna be and darna comes down and burns the venom and bites her his head off so she finally had her fire because she hasn't had that yet and she's like i told you i would be where i was needed cat goes did you just eat him and indarna goes you do not speak to dragons you do not ride <laughs> violet says indarna looked like part of the cliff and she says i told you i was good at hiding and i'm like okay so she can camouflage which is different Tan says melgrin wants them to meet over at the veil but they know that the last wave of attack has not come yet Jacinia runs up and chases Violet down and is like, there's only one difference between these uh, journals. One of them says seven dragons and the first one said six, which it actually said the six and, and one. one. Yeah. And Violet says, but there's only six dens of dragons. There's the red, orange, black, 
blue, brown, green. Those are all the dragons. And I put, it's Andana! Yeah. So, um, Justinia's like, okay, well, there's seven, and both of them are realizing, there was like seven circles in Eurasia, like somewhere marked, and that there's seven rooms. So Violet's like, okay, something is off. She tells Yersinia that Sawyer lost his leg because that's like his little girlfriend now. <laughs> so she sends her like off to deal with that. Melgrin wants Taryn and Sigal to go defend the veil. And Zayden says, no, it will leave them de- defenseless. And Lilith says that the veil is all that matters. Melgrin thinks that Zayden is the reason, or like realizes that Zayden is the re- reason he can't see the outcome of the war. And Violet tells them like, Brennan has mended the stone and it can be fixed. And her mom's just like, you don't know that'll work. And Taryn tells them the sage has arrived. So they're running out of time. Violet says, just trust me for once. And Melgren tries to say, let's go. But Lilith is like, no, like, this is my school. I'm in charge. Zayden says they won't attack yet because they're waiting on him. So I'm like, do they want Violet or do they want Zayden? Like, what is it? Mm-hmm. So she tells him, like, she can only ward here or Erasia and for him to choose. And he's like, you need to ward wherever you are and home is where she is. <laughs> so they separate and she sends Taryn to go with Zayden to protect him and um, while Zayden buys her more time. She calls for Andarna and asks, like, why didn't you tell me you were different? And Andarna says, like, that's basically why they were allowed to bond. She's the head of her own den. Which a little while back, and Darna was like, I'll have my own den, like blah, 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 being sassy, but she literally is the head of her own den. She says that she makes herself black because she admires Taryn and like wants to be like him. And I'm like, I love that. I was like, oh, it's still my heart. I know. Oh my gosh. It's so perfect. She says that only the elders know the truth, um, but not even Taryn like knows what she is or knows anything. And she tells Violet, I waited 600 years to hatch until like Violet's 18th birthday, and she said she heard them talking of a weak girl slated to be a head scribe, and she knew that they were alike, and she knew that she would have the mind of a scribe but the heart of a writer. I'm like, how did you know that? Full body chills. I do, I have them right now. I'm like, <laughs> oh, and Darna. And she says, I was left behind on purpose. So Lilith comes in, and we realize, like, the sage is closing in on Zayden. And Violet is down there, like, about to burn out. So she has just been, like, pushing power into this wardstone, trying to get it. And everybody's like, you're going to die. Like, she's going to burn out. And everyone's yelling at her. And Taryn says, like, Taryn tells her, if you die, I'm going to die. Like, because she, she's basically like, you know, Taryn, you can bond again. And Darna can just let go. And he says, if you die, I'm going to die. You are my last writer. I'm sick. Oh, I'm so sick. Her mom literally, like, karate kicks her in the head or something to make her get away from the stone. And this is where my heart, like, started to fall apart. Lilith is talking to Sloane. And all we hear is Sloane, like, she's like, I I can't do it. Like, I won't. And I realized that she wants her to, like, siphon all the power out of her and kill her and use her power to, like, bring the wards up. So Lilith, like, Sloane's like, no, like, I'm not going to do that. And Lilith is like, I killed your parents. And, um... I let Liam die. Like, she's basically, like, trying to get to her. Or emotionally manipulating her. Yeah. And Arik and Andarna, like, because Violet's like, no, like, that's my mom. Like, Sloan, don't. And she's like, help, somebody help. And Arik and Andarna are like, like, no, I I agree. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to sacrifice Lilith. Like, I'm not going to let you do it. And Lilith tells Violet that your friends are, di- are dying. And she drops her, her shield. And, and Violet can feel like Zayden is dying. And Lilith says everything she dreamed of, all of her kids are, and that, and she goes, I'll see him soon, like, talking about their dad. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Excuse me while I go cry for I a minute. Know. <laughs> uh, so Sloan does it and she uses Lilith's power and drains her and she dies. And then Marriott comes in and they're like they're so distressed. And Brennan finally has some emotion towards his mom too. Like cause this whole time he's hated her and I'm like, oh that's gonna be so bad because you never really got to mm-hmm. do that relationship. Um and then Andarna tells Violet like Zayden needs her and that the wards are up. And so, Zayden is alive. And we, like, when Zayden was dying, like, literally the sage or whoever had him, like, like, bound up, like, in the air. Like, he was, he was a goner. But somehow Zayden makes it out of this. And they they go upstairs and they bring Lilith's body out of the chamber. And Rihanna's like, yay! But then Dane notices, like, something's wrong with Violet. And... Zayden said, like, Violet goes to Zayden and is like, well, like, how did you get out? And he's like, I, I like, broke his bond, and he killed him and threw his body, like, into the river or something. And Zayden says, it's safer for her at Vizgaia, and she wants to know, like, well, what do I need to be so scared of out of there? And he says, it's me. And she looks, and he has red-rimmed eyes! Oh, my God, I was so pissed off! So mad. In this whole book, he's, like, the whole book, Violet's been talking about, like, his gold-flecked eyes, his gold-flecked eyes, his gold-flecked eyes. And I'm like, God, there's so many. Oh, why? Why? It's because, so he basically pushed through his power, like, through the bottom into, like, and that's how he was able to summon more power and kill the, kill the thing. I'm like, if Violet and. Two more seconds. If they were just. A little faster. A little faster, like, it would not have happened. Oh, but, I mean, of course, you know, I know. it had, it had, it had to. to but I was like, anybody. Like, why couldn't Brennan become a Vinny? <laughs> why? So, we switched to Zayden's point of view, just like in the last book. And um, it's back to when he was on the battlefield. He was suspended in the air by the Venom, and he was on the verge of burnout, and the sage approaches. And the sage tells him, I told you once you would turn for love. So, he's basically told both of them that. And... We learned that he's actually not the sage, he's a general. So the sage wasn't actually even there. But he says he wants him to turn to save her. And then and then he wakes up. So Zayden's in bed with Violet. They're still at Bisgaia. And so he heads out. Like, he's like, this is going to hurt her. But he goes and he heads down into, like, the prison chambers to Jack. And he's like, what's the cure? And Jack says, there is no cure. This is a power, not a disease. Welcome to the Brotherhood. And let me tell you, my heart hurts so much right now. Oh, my God. So much. Oh, my God. I was so mad. I like, was livid. unwell. I was sick. I, I told I told Keely, I said, I don't know if I'm going to read any more of this. <laughs> I I, disag- I am going to read the rest of it, at least the next book. But I was pissed off. I was oh like, I'm God. okay with waiting now. Like, after after that, like, obviously, I want to know what happens. Rebecca! But, like, if the next book is anything like this one, I'm okay with waiting, pushing it What off. more can you do? And there's three more books. At least, if she doesn't end up, you know. Yeah, or put it, like, what? I, I was so unwell. I'm on the silence for myself. <laughs> so, okay. Moving along. Yeah. Well, let's start with ratings. What did you rate this? Five freaking stars. Yeah, I gave it a five. <laughs> People give this book so much crap. I think any book that can make me feel the way I did mm-hmm. is, is a five out of five. 
Like, I, it was, like, okay, there are errors, there's stuff. Like, I don't care about that. Other people do. I get I rate it completely off of the enjoyability of yes. the book. Yeah. How yeah. much I enjoy it. I enjoyed it, but I, mean, I was hurt. so mad. I was so hurt, but I've been so excited, and I just. <sighs> okay. It's like, what do you even say at this point? Like. What? What do you say? What do you say? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, um, fancast first? Is that what you yeah, do? I was about to say, do you want to move to fancast first? Do you want to do yours? Yeah, I can do mine. Okay. I only did, a, well, I did five. There's so many characters, and I think last time I only did Violet, Zayden, and Dane, and I did not look back out to see who it was. So, for Arik, I said Drew Van Acker. I, like, was, like, looking people up. I don't know what all he's. Um, but I was looking for someone with green eyes. And he hasn't been like a bunch of like oh he was in Pretty Little Liars. So that's him. And then for Kat, I said Phoebe Tonkin. I love her and she can be so like bitchy and stuff. Yeah. She will be good. good. I love Phoebe. And for Varish, um, I picked Varish. I said Jimmy Smith. He's been in like Dexter and Sons of Anarchy Anarchy. And lots of other shows, but I was like, he like he seems like he could be evil. <laughs> <laughs> and for Sloane, I said like a young Hayden uh Panati- Panatia. Okay. I was okay, like, I think that yeah. would be good. And then um I couldn't remember if I did Lilith. So I like if Dakota Johnson was like a little older, I think she would be a good Lilith. Okay. So those are mine. All right. So I'm trying to pull up some of the pictures of these, but whatever. Anyways. So, I can't remember who I casted for what last time. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, none of these people are who I casted. Um, so, I recasted, okay? Um, I had to update the information. Um, so, I have quite a few that I recasted. But, so, for Violet, uh, Barbara Palvin, I have, I, uh, I'll look, pulled up a picture. I think she would be good. She's pretty. And um, so before I go into this one right here, um, or no, I'll just tell you. Okay, so for Zayden Charles Melton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Liam, I put Will Poulter. Yeah, I. I feel. Did we talk about that? I don't know. Or maybe somebody else said him. Somewhere else. Maybe Tim Puck. Okay. Um, Lilith. I said Kim Rhodes. She uh plays uh, Zach and Cody's dad, or not dad, <laughs> the mom. Mom. I just saw her. There, she was just talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think she would be good. I know on there she had blonde hair, but this yeah. is her picture. She had blonde hair. Um, Jack. Ugh. Alexander Ludwig. We we talked about Kate or Cato. Yes. 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 Yeah, I remember that. Um, Bodie Noah Centineo. <laughs> yeah, he's such a goofball. Uh, for Rhiannon, Rhiannon, um, Lovey Simone. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Riddick. Marsai would be really good for her too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for Riddick, Taylor, Zakar, Perez, and I have it right here. 
Okay. Riddick. Uh, Sawyer, Troy Gutierrez. Yeah, Troy Gutierrez. Um, he was on Teen Wolf. Oh, okay. And then Dane Cody Christian. So yeah, those are my casts okay. for them. All right, so da, 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 the good part. We're only at an hour four too, so oh, yeah. so we didn't. So we have we have time. We to, have time to discuss. Because let me tell you, I have, <laughs> I have thoughts. I have thoughts for okay. sure. Um, so I will say theories for yeah, okay, the end. Um, I really want to go. That's a. Well, I feel like I don't. I have notes. I yeah, I have tons of notes. So I'm trying to figure out where to start with them. Um, okay, so the part where um Jack ends up killing his dragon, uh, something that was drilled into everybody was a dragon without the rider is a tragedy. A rider without their dragon is dead, but they were bonded and he completely annihilated her and lived. So I, it has me wondering if maybe his dragon had some part to play in the oh. whole Venom, you know, thing, or maybe if turning venom kind of weakened the bond so that maybe softened the blow that's what i think well we know dragons can choose to break their bond but maybe venom can choose to break their mm-hmm. bonds also um but then i don't get like the like it seemed like she was almost like a zombie so i'm like how yeah. did that part happen i guess we'll have to wait and see but yeah. that's what i think is yeah that so i hope she kind of uh because that brings into that. like the whole taryn thing taryn was Mayolan's dragon mm-hmm. And there is a point, I didn't mention this, there is a point in the book where Violet tries to ask about him and he says, we don't talk about him. Mm-hmm. And never in this book do they say he's dead. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that they can, we know dragons can break their bonds, but maybe Venom, because they're so powerful at that point, yeah. can break their bonds too. Or, I mean, at that point, are they we really can... who they are? Well, yeah. So like, you know, the dragons bonded to that person, but they're not really that right. person anymore. Which makes so me wonder about maybe Seagal, that strength. Yeah. Because I didn't say this either. Seagal, like, Zayden mentions in his chapter that she's not, she's been quiet on the bond. So, we don't know what that means. But I, you know, we never learned what Jack's signet was. No. So, I wonder what it is. Like, yeah. because Venom only, do Venom just have their signet? I don't know how that works, but. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I had also seen something that uh, somebody saying that they think the between Sigale and uh, Zayden, she's upset. Yeah, cause obviously, because she, she was like, she's hurt. She was like, I chose you when he when she knew when he was about to go in, and she's like, No, I chose you. And Zayden says, But so did Violet. I think because okay, so their bond is not broken. Okay. Because Sigale had talked to 
Violet. Yes. So if their bond was broken, she wouldn't be able to talk to Sigale. Right. Um, I think Sigale's shutting him out, though. Yeah, she's mad. Um, and she probably doesn't want, like, whatever happened with Blade mm-hmm. to happen. Or Bade. Is it Bade or Bade? Bade. Bade. And um, also, what did she say? Like, something was up. It triggered a thought. Now I can't remember. Oh, about Violet. So the, like, not liking her, because they're like, we think that. 